And we're spending this portion of WGTD's morning show with a gentleman by the name of E.C. Haynes, a decorated U.S. Army veteran and retired corporate entrepreneur, the author of two previous novels and the author of a new novel called The Bus to Beulah, which is based on the very harsh realities surrounding uh, immigration and in particular uh, those seeking to emigrate to the United States who get caught up in the web of human trafficking that we hear so many disturbing reports about. And E.C. Haynes has crafted a a riveting novel that talks about a, a young woman named Maria who is kidnapped and drawn into the web of that awful sort of underworld. And, uh, Fortunately, there are several people of of high integrity who are tirelessly working to find her and to gain her release. And that is uh, essentially the central timeline of this uh, very suspenseful novel uh, published by Spark Press, again called The Bus to Beulah. E.C. Haynes, we welcome you to the morning show. Thank you, Greg. Great pleasure to be here. Can you... uh, Briefly describe how it is that you found your way from uh, the world of corporate America as an entrepreneur uh, to a novelist. Is this something you long aspired to do? <laughs> Probably not. I I have been um, a reader, let's say, uh, for a, since I was a, a child. Uh, my parents, uh, my whole family, uh, my wife, all of us are are avid readers, and I think. If you're going to be a writer, you first have to be an avid reader. And so it sort of came naturally. The ability to do this was something that um, I had always uh, suspected. I liked. I wrote long letters and, you know, one one way or the other. But at some point, there was a story uh, in my first novel that was a, based on a, a long personal experience. Um that I just write down, and so uh, I didn't think a diary would work, and so I was in Progress Network, which is a great group here in the state, and took some classes, attended writers' conferences, and so forth, and uh, just sort of naturally came to it. And while I was still involved in in business, um, then I would write in the early mornings and some, you know, and on the weekends and so forth. And with some guidance of some really great writers and teachers, um, crafted eventually uh, a book that I'm very pleased with. And then from there, it went to uh, another one and now to another one. <laughs> the bus tabula uh, surrounds the, uh, the bus tabula surrounds the complicated issue of, of immigration and, in particular, the uh, the very dark, disturbing reality of human trafficking that is kind of tied up in at least a, a, an aspect of that world. Uh, what drew you to this particular general topic? Has this long been a concern or interest of yours? No, not. I, I, I when in the second book I wrote about um, the confined feeding operations in North Carolina and the influence they had on the environment. I was appointed to a commission by the governor to study this as an environmental issue. And as a result, I made contacts with a number of farmers and people involved in the agricultural business. And one of them referred me to a, an article in BuzzFeed news titled the coyote. And, uh, 
It was about a man who had worked for the state, subsequently was fired as a labor organizer trying to find cheap labor for the farmers uh, in North Carolina, particularly in agriculture, because every year um, North Carolina needs or gets uh, between 180 and 220,000 people coming into the state uh, to plant, harvest, manage, maintain, uh, pack of produce. In fact, everything in North Carolina, with the exception of corn and soybeans, really, um, is uh, um, taken care of, is, is harvested and planted and so forth by uh, hand labor. You know, North Carolina is the largest producer of sweet potatoes in the world. Um, and they're all picked up. So are the cucumbers for pickles and berries and everything else. So it became, it was interesting to me, um, the extent that the state depended uh, in the agricultural field, which is one of our largest um, areas of our economy. Um, almost exclusively on migrant labor. And yet people are condemning this, the very people that are putting food on the table. Mm. Explain how human trafficking uh, is so rampant within this world of, of migrant farm labor. Well, human trafficking takes several forms. I mean, the 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 government's definition of human trafficking are people that are brought in and forced to work at, at wages and conditions that are way below uh, normal, um, you know, sweatshops, if you were in the apparel business, for example, or, or any number of things. And parallel to that is human trafficking and sex trade and prostitution. Um, all of it, um, at one point, or a lot of it, uh, derives from uh, the work of the cartels in Mexico and Central and Latin America. Um, these organizations have enormous power, huge money, and they recruit people, they help recruit people uh, into different businesses, and particularly the sex trades. Um, as repayment for some debt that the person may hold to them. And the fact is they make a huge amount of money by supplying the workers. Part of the story of your novel, The Bus to Beulah, is not only of Maria's kidnapping, uh, but of the desperate efforts of, uh, of her family and local law enforcement uh, to find her before she is uh, disposed of permanently or lost entirely to this uh, terrible world of, of human trafficking. And, uh, and somebody by the name of Elijah Khan is drawn in uh, to uh, serve as kind of an extra force for trying to, to secure her release. It's uh, actually the wife of the local sheriff who says at one point, Sometimes Lady Justice needs to peek out from under her blindfold to find justice. Just talk for a moment about why you wanted to introduce this kind of element outside of official law enforcement uh, into the story of the bus to Beulah. Well, it, become, it became obvious and becomes obvious to Will Moses, the sheriff, that the Albert Waters, the guy that runs the North Carolina Farmers Collective, 
uh, has paid off the politicians, the sheriff of the local area at Beulah, and that he's making no progress in finding Maria because uh, they all basically say she never got on the bus. And even though Albert wasn't yeah, one of the guys that worked for him, the one who did it, his people tried to cover it by saying she didn't get on the bus, and therefore he has to then join the line, realizing that if he's found out, um, it will be hell to pay for his whole operation and that there will be inspections um, well beyond. So Will just realizes that uh, he isn't going to do it by being Dudley Do-Right. And Elijah Khan is a man that he worked with when he was in Vietnam. Uh, he was with Ninth Division in the Delta, and Elijah was in uh, security, uh, forward observation, and so forth, special forces operations. And Elijah started a company called Guardian uh, Security, which is an international security, and uh, uh, Will would have, have classified his, his organization as mercenaries, and uh, Elijah would have classified them as security specialists and protection and intelligence operation. So he calls Elijah and said, you know, we don't have long. Um, this woman, and I, I have a personal debt to her uncle that I must honor. And so he said, I need your help. And so Elijah said, well, and, you know, and I think sometimes whether you like it or not, the end does justify the means. Hmm. And so um, if you want to find her, I can find her. Hmm. And so the two of them uh, then come, you know, with an organization to try and find her before she disappears. Right. E.C. Haynes is the author of The Bustabula, a novel published by Spark Press.